But the majority would rather pay the tax than find themselves under the domination of Europe because they lack the arms with which to defend themselves, wouldn't they? Well, I can't argue that. So the people must think things out before they oppose something. And when they do oppose it, the way of opposition is not with fists and gunpowder, Mr. Freeze. It is with discussion. And finally, with votes. Mr. President, I've always been inclined to let my fists do my talking for me when I was angry. But I think you may be right. Goodbye, sir. We probably won't meet again. Good fortune to you, Mr. Freeze. Thank you, Mr. President. He's a fine-looking man, isn't he? Yes, and I think he's going to be all right now. And what about you and the cabinet? They've opposed you on your foreign policies, and they've opposed you on your domestic policies. Well, I've made up my mind about the cabinet, my dear. I have made up my mind. Mr. McHenry, I thought I might as well discuss this matter with you first. As taking the matter in alphabetical order, you come ahead of Mr. Pickering. Yes, Mr. President? As you know, the former president appointed you to my cabinet. That is quite correct, sir. Mr. McHenry, at least three of you gentlemen can hardly be called members of my cabinet, but members of Mr. Hamilton's cabinet. You have repeatedly opposed my policies. You have constantly kept Mr. Hamilton informed of everything that went on in the cabinet meetings. And you never have once, on any single occasion, shown me one bit of loyalty. I find I can no longer put up with these actions. And I therefore am forced to ask you for your resignation at once. You shall have my resignation in the morning, sir. I'm sorry, Mr. Pickering, but I must ask you for your resignation. I'll not resign, sir. I refuse to leave the cabinet voluntarily. Very well, Mr. Pickering. Then consider yourself dismissed. chopping and I thought you were at it again. No, I was just watching the hired man chop. It's a good feeling not to have to do it yourself. You don't think you'll be doing any more wood chopping? I hope not. The situation is settled with France. I've made the new appointments to my cabinet and Mr. Hamilton has become very quiet. No, my dear, I hope I won't be doing any more wood chopping for the balance of my administration. I even think you and I might find time to spend a few weeks back at home. You know, it's rather nice to be president when the smoke of battle clears away. And having you for a wife makes up for almost any problem in the world. Thank you, my dear. Thank you. Well, you've probably figured out by now who the president was when all that happened. It really did happen, you know, and you'll have the answer in just a moment. Have you ever asked yourself what it means to be an American? Let's take this next minute to ask ourselves that important question, what does it mean to be an American? Well, it means individual liberties such as no other nation has ever known. The freedoms we enjoy are as natural to us as the air we breathe. And just as we rarely notice that air until it is cut off, so we tend to lose awareness of our freedoms and how essential they are. 
What has happened in Europe during recent years proves that our liberties can be destroyed. That's why every one of us should be aware of our individual rights and take active participation in the affairs of our nation. Remember, freedom is our American heritage. Now, here is Edward Arnold. Well, Mr. President, another turn in the road, and we'll be in sight of Quincy. Ah, uh, home, at long last home. The capital will never seem like home to us. No. You know, Mr. Washington never felt at home any place but Mount Vernon, and I shall never feel at peace any place but Quincy. When I gotta get out of this carriage, I can forget about the presidency for the hours I'm here. I can put on my slippers and some comfortable clothes and be a farmer again. And the people who come to see us won't be coming to see the president. They'll be coming to see their old neighbors, Mr. and Mrs. John Adams. Be with us again next week, won't you, for another interesting story that happened in Washington a few years ago to Mr. President. Until then, goodbye. This program is produced and directed by Joe Graham. Edward Arnold can currently be seen in the MGM picture, Annie Get Your Gun. Heard in today's cast were Shame Allen, Eric Dressler, Kermit Murdoch, Ian Martin, and your narrator, Santos Ortega. Mr. President was created by Robert G. Jennings. Today's story was based on incidents in the life of President John Adams. Sure to listen again next week when the American Broadcasting Company and its affiliated stations bring you Edward Arnold with another interesting and factual story of Mr. President. The preceding was transcribed. This is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company.